Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Most would agree that retirees' biggest fear is running out of money. On today's show, we'll highlight some reasons you could go broke and other potential steps to avoid that fate. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, author of Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates. So much more than that, uh, independent and fiduciary and all those things that we like to, to, to hear. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Uh, and I'm all around nice guy, Steve. Well, Thank you too. very much. That, that's <laughs> going good. <laughs> so we talk about this, it seems a lot, but but again, people keep bringing it up to me. So I figure people are, are, are worried about it, are talking about it. And, you know, when you when you look at the numbers, then like some 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 every day, and that continues to go up. And I mean, so then I started thinking, so if there's that many 65 people turning 65, what about those turning 64, 63? I mean, they're all baby boomers, right? Yeah, it's amazing the numbers and statistics. And uh, I've read that same uh, same statistic. And actually, now the, the numbers, it used to be 10,000 a day. Now it's, I think, close to 12,000 a oh day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> turning uh, 65 every day in, uh, in the United States. That, and that's for the next 19 years. That thing, I mean, think about that number. That number will continue to creep up for 19 more years. Wow. Um, it's a big number. And, it's you a know, big number. For for us, it's 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 a it's a uh, that's our future business because a lot of our clients are retirees and pre-retirees. So uh, we're going to be around for a while here, helping helping a lot of folks out here in the state of Maine and New England. Well, but because your focus is on that that transition into retirement, I mean that's a lot of responsibility for you. You've got a lot of people to help, Kevin. It, we do, and we we welcome that responsibility. And I don't take that take that lightly either, Steve. And and you're right. Um, you know, as I said in the uh, in the teaser, you know, people's biggest fear is running out of money, and uh, and you you definitely want to stay away from the broke mode when you get to re- you know be in retirement. So, it I don't take it lightly. There's a lot of work that needs to get done, um, and there's a lot of people that need a lot of help, and that's why we're here. We we focus in the retirement and pre-retirement market. Um, I think that's been our niche since the beginning, and I think people appreciate that fact that they listen to the show and say, and a lot of a lot of times people call up and say. You know, I've been listening to you for a while, and I might have another broker advisor, somebody they're working with, but there's just something that you continue to talk about that I don't necessarily hear from my other money managers. So I'm calling today to, to get some some words of wisdom, basically, and, and that's what the call starts with. And then we walk down the road of how can we help you? Maybe we can help you with a portion of your portfolio or, or help you with the Medicare planning or something. There's going to be something there that we can help somebody with. 
And let's, so let's talk about stocks for a second. And, and we're talking about not going broke in retirement. So if you think, well, I have to get out of stocks completely, uh, that isn't necessarily the best advice either, is it? It's not. And uh, I give an example. I had a woman in here just, I don't know, a few weeks ago. She came in with about a million dollar portfolio and she had several hundred thousand, I want to say four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars in individual stocks that she's had a long, long time. She had a, a, a low cost basis. She had a tremendous amount of profit, several hundred thousand dollars in profit. But then she had about five hundred thousand dollars in cash in her uh, investment account that just sitting there. So we had a conversation and uh, she circled back around after we did the x-ray in the portfolio. And I said, listen, I'm going to recommend these are non-IRA type stocks that you have that we don't touch the stocks at this point because you have a, a, a huge cost basis. We might look at tax harvesting over over the next several years to to get you a piece you out of the stocks and into maybe a, a better tactical managed portfolio. But for now, let's talk about the cash and try to put some of the cash to work. Sure. And uh, she was appreciative because I wasn't sitting here saying, "Hey, I, we need we need to take all your business." That's not our approach. I, I want to help really help somebody. And saying, hey, we want to earn some of your business with the cash right now. And then some of those stocks we're going to move over time, over several years, and do some tax harvesting and those type of things, not to have a, a big tax hit. So so not to your point, though, we, we're not going to abandon stocks. Um, if people have some individual stocks, particularly if, if they've had them a long time, we're going to look at keeping some of those in a portfolio probably. But we're going to look at minimizing risk by moving from stocks maybe to a tactical ETF portfolio like we we manage here at Frisbane Associates. Well, and then by contrast, you can have too much in stocks. That can be just as detrimental. Absolutely. And, you know, particularly the markets come back. We've had the V-shape so far. Um, it's tough to tell what's going to happen between now and November. And then after November, who knows? You know, it depends on how politics plays out, obviously. Um, and yeah, I've seen people come in that, you know, have too much in stocks. So then we have to have a conversation saying, whoa, let's look at the, how much risk you got. Let's look at the stocks that you have and let's reallocate some of this to, to minimize and manage the risk. And uh, I have more of those conversations than I do the other uh, the other woman that came in a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Well, that makes sense. When you're looking at stocks like that, whether it's too much or too little, and and I mean, the key is what? Diversification? Even more so, it's proper diversification. I mean, ah, people can look go. at their, yeah, that's that's a key term because people think that they're diversified. They come in and they get 150 different stocks in their portfolio and they think, well, I'm, I'm diversified. Or, or, or worse yet, they get 100 different mutual funds in their portfolio and say, hey, I'm spread out pretty, pretty well. I'm diversified. Not knowing that a lot of those mutual funds will have uh, a lot of them will have the same stocks within them. So you're really not as diversified as you might think. So proper diversification, looking at exactly what you have for a breakdown of investments. This is why it's so critical, Steve, when we do this portfolio analysis, that we we actually do this. We, we do the breakdown, every single investment, every stock, fund, ETF, whatever you might have. And then we'll do a comparison with where you should be based on your time in your life, let's say your age, let's say, and then also where your goals are. Because that's what, obviously part of the conversation is because everybody's got a di different dynamic situation. So it's not just a cookie cutter type thing. It's tailored to making recommendations based on everything in your situation. And so that's that really looking at the proper diversification. It, we're we're going to really drill down and make sure somebody's really in the, in the best, spot, spe best spot possible. Sure. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. And so we're talking about ways to not go broke in retirement and things we can do to avoid that. Um, but something that I think a lot of us probably fall victim to is at some point, you just kind of go willy nilly and just start spending. 
You know, sometimes I see that and, uh, you know, I get nervous when I start to see that with a client that, they, and I'm all for people taking money out of their accounts and using it for fun stuff or whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. It's not my business really. But when people start to bleed down the account and I know that they uh, have a, probably a lot of life in front of them and, but now all of a sudden they're getting into the, you know, the, the, the red zone, the, the, the tanks getting empty. I, I bring it up, say, Hey, you know, pay, do you know how much you have left in your accounts just to be sure that they're paying attention? And sometimes they don't. And they think that they have unlimited accounts and money coming in uh, forever and a day. I had a conversation with a, a, another single woman, again, a handful of weeks ago. And I said exactly this. And she's a client. I said, listen, your money, the way you're spending it is not going to last, you know, probably as long as you are if, if you continue on this track. So we had to adjust what she was taking out of her accounts. And she just hadn't paid attention to it. She was living her life. She was basically retired and uh, new grandchild and, you know, here and, and doing some stuff. So she really wasn't paying attention. So I, again, she appreciated the fact that I brought it up to her and said, Hey, be careful here because I, I don't want you to run out of money on my watch. Right. Um, so I'm going to bring it up. You know, it's not, if I can help prevent that, I'm going to help prevent that. Exactly. And, and, Relying on just one source of income, like Social Security, that seems to me to be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, you know, it, the people that come in here pre-retirement and really help have, have us set a plan up for them, um, that, that one source of income typically doesn't happen. So we're going to look at saying, all right, let's say you have Social Security and, and let's say you don't have a pension. Well, how much money do you have saved up? We're going to take a chunk of that retirement money that you have saved and put it in a bucket of investment that will be designed for your supplemental income. So we're going to kind of split up your money in, in such a way saying, all right, this money is designed to supplement your income. This money in this bucket is designed for spending whatever you, you know, stuff uh, through the course of the year. And then this money over here is going to be for, you know, further down the road. And we, we can help people break that up. And it gives people kind of a game plan. And it doesn't have to be in great detail. We, we can do it in great detail if people want it. But people just want a general sense of, hey, all right, I've got this bucket of money, a spendable money. I, I, can, I can live within this budget. And it kind of for, almost forces somebody into that, hey, you, you get parameters here. You shouldn't go outside of them because you could hurt your future, your future retirement, if you, especially if, if you have some longevity. Do you think that m the more successful people in retirement have, you know, multiple streams of income? Oh, totally do. Uh, you know, I, I love the fact that some of these people, especially like military or or police people or uh, firemen, um, they've worked someplace for, let's say, a municipality for 20, 25 years. They retired. They're young. They're probably 45, 50 years old. Mm -hmm. They've got a whole other career in front of them. But now they have a pension locked in. And then they get to a point, they'll take Social Security. Now they have a second career. They can go create another you know, bucket of, of uh, retirement monies at some point down or maybe another pension with another company potentially. And then they have money saved up in their retirement accounts that we can help them now and, and set something up where we say, all right, just like I just said, we'll take a portion of this money that you've saved up in your, in your retirement account, 401k, 403b, whatever that might be, 457, TSP, all those are basically retirement accounts sponsored by employers. And we'll take a portion of that and set it aside as that bucket of money to help create that additional stream of income. So think about yourself as a retiree. If you've got yourself in a spot where you got two, three, four incomes coming in every single month, and now we can be creative and say, all right, this income from this source is going to come the first week. This income from this source is going to come from the second week. And we literally lay out plans like that for people. And it, it's kind of a fun thing for them because now that it's almost like they, they are still working. They get an income coming in 
potentially every week uh, if it's set up structured and structured correctly. Oh, I can see why that would be fun. Let's just invite folks to give us a call and have the, you know, you can help uh, them set up their own little multiple streams of income. That's a great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey folks, here we go. This is a chance to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap together, set up those multiple streams of income to make sure your retirement is successful. And, and it's a chance to take a lot of things that are complicated, make them very clear, make it easy to understand. That's what the folks do at Frisbee and Associates. It's your chance to get a true practical financial review. And it starts with that phone call, 800-998-5649. You're going to receive that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are today. Yes, but more importantly, it's that roadmap that we talk about, the guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. Call right away. The next 10 callers, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we'll pose the question, is it time for an early retirement? We've got to check to see just how ready you are or might not be. When should I take my Social Security? How much risk can I tolerate? I'm afraid I'm overpaying in taxes. Did I save enough? I can't keep up with all these rules. There are a lot of components to your retirement, and it certainly can seem overwhelming. It's time to establish a partnership with a professional who can provide you with a written plan, the proper strategies, and then be there with you along the way. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, If your employer offers a match of your 401k contribution, be sure to at least contribute enough to qualify for 100% of that matching contribution. For example, an employer may offer to match 100% of your 401k contribution up to 5% of your income. Suppose your income is 100,000. 5% of that is, of course, 5,000. In this scenario, you would be giving up 5,000 a year of free money if you don't contribute to your 401k to get that match. A Roth 401k is funded with after-tax income, and this is becoming a popular option as companies begin offering them. But whichever you choose, a Roth or a traditional 401k, find out how much your employer will match and be sure you don't leave money on the table by not putting in enough to qualify for the 100% match. If your boss called you into his office and offered a tax-free raise, what would you say? No? When you ignore the company match, you are essentially turning down a tax-free raise. It's free money. No matter what, you need to contribute enough to get the full company match. This is the bare minimum. Hey, 
We're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is the president of Frisbee and Associates, author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day, and uh, so much more than that. Yes, all-around good guy. There you go. I got it right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Uh, well, I, you know, this is fun too, because I think people, you know, right now with the, with this whole COVID-19 and all that kind of stuff, folks that are, were close to retirement, maybe, you know, considering retirement, I mean, you, you kind of get pushed over the edge here and say, all right, I'm just going to go. But the question you, is, are you ready? And that's the best way to put it, pushed over the edge. I've had more people in the last several months, clients come in and say, you know what? And we, we're in a normal review and, and some of them popped on the calendar because they, they preemptive uh, the review. They wanted to come in and talk because they were, they were pushed over the edge. They wanted to get done. And I had a woman just a few days ago, um, her husband didn't come in with her, but she's like, listen, I'm retiring October 1. I, I, uh, I've been working from home for the last several months and I kind of enjoy it sticking around with my husband at home and, and a dog. And I can't see myself going back to the workplace. Um, and I said, I can't see you going back to the workplace either. <laughs> <laughs> I said, congratulations. So uh, yes, now with COVID and now people getting to a point where they're saying, hey, I, I don't need to go back to the workplace. I don't want to and I don't need to once they get a little taste of that work from home. And now how do we, how do I uh, here at Frisbee Associates help them process that enough that they have a comfort level to say, hey, here's a date. I picked it and I'm giving my notice. Wow. And but- Again, because they checked with you, maybe they've been working with you, you know that they are, in fact, ready and, and have made some adjustments maybe to make sure. That's right. And so one of the things that we, you know, that talking about a checklist to figure out whether people are ready or not, or if they can or not, is it, the basis of it, and it's all the time the basis of it, and I get on the whiteboard every, almost every single appointment and, and draw this out, is the budget. The retirement budget is so critical because you need to know, and it's not necessarily for my information. I don't need to see details of your budget, but you need to give me a number, a close proximity of how much you're needing to have for income on a monthly basis, because that's critical. Now we can back into that budget and looking at those streams of income we talked about on the first segment, and then looking at how much money they have saved up and looking at their social security amounts and looking at the pension amounts that they have. And then now we can lay out that plan to figure out how much do they need to take from the retirement accounts? And then do they have enough saved up? Right. And and again, these are things that we can, you know, you're running through a checklist to make sure that you're ready to retire, maybe even if it's a little bit early. Uh, the emergency fund, and boy, if, if this year has taught all of us something, or hopefully all of us, if we weren't already there, uh, you need an emergency fund. I mean, it's critical. And, and and I'll even push it further. The, the the basic rule of thumb for an emergency fund is three months of living expenses. Mm-hmm. And this year, I think, has taught us something else. It's not three months, right? I mean, an emergency uh-huh. could be six months or more. Well, so I never tell, ending, apparently. Or never <laughs> ending. I, so really, the best approach you can take as a consumer person trying to set yourself up, whether you're retired or not, is set at least six months aside and try to push as much as a year of, of uh of expenses aside in an emergency account, savings account. And I listen, people ask me all the time, Steve, I, and I chuckle when people come in and say, hey, Kev, how much is, is too much to have in an emergency account? So then that gets the grin on my face. And I say, well, tell me how much you got. And so some people say, well, I got 5,000. I'm good with that. And, uh, you know, is that too much? And then somebody comes in and says, well, I got 200,000 in my, in my savings account. Is that too much? And the answer is the same for both of them. My question back to them is, well, what's your comfort level? How much you get uneasy about if you get down below a certain level. 
So it could be 200,000 if that's you, or it could be 5,000 if that's you. It's a personality thing. It's not anything about uh, what to, what's the right thing to do with money, which ultimately is what they're asking me. Mm-hmm. But I can't say, well, you know, if your comfort level is 200,000, you should put some of that money to work. Well, that's the logical thing to do, right? No, right. that's not that's not the right approach. It's, <laughs> we're we're going to go based on your comfort level. If it's a hundred thousand, you get two hundred thousand. We can play with a hundred thousand and and go to invest that, you know, and do something conservative with that. But but it's uh, it's a funny that emergency savings thing is a funny thing with people. Sure, and uh, but it's always a discussion that you have to have. Totally do. Yeah. I mean, if they don't have an emergency account, how do we help them get one set up and sa- and save enough? And that could push you off to. Maybe wait a few months to, to retirement. If you know if you don't have that set up, maybe work a few extra months and then save everything you uh, you you uh, get from earnings from work for the next few months. That'll tell you if you're ready or not. Sure. Uh, because now, if your other monies and and uh, other incomes sup- supplement enough to be able to cover your budget, and then your earnings are all banked, that tells you a lot. That tells you you have the ability. You know, you can almost do a test run on retirement uh, using that strategy. I like that concept too. Doing a test, of, you know. A- Test retirement. I like that. Yep. Um, let's talk about uh, tax strategies because that becomes critical. And right now, I mean, you know, the election's coming up. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, we've got to be ready. I had uh, somebody call the TV show just a couple weeks ago, and he, he's an old friend of mine, and he, he hasn't been, a, he's not a client yet, but he called up and said, You know, Kev, long time no see. We, we're going to get together. Can't wait to do that. But he said, What caught my attention is the, the conversation you were talking about tax strategies. And he says, I'm working with another broker that I've been with for a long time and uh, a prominent firm here in Maine. And he says, I don't hear anybody that I go talk about finances with talk about tax strategies. And I said, well, Dave, I, primarily because he, you know, he, they probably do a good job growing your money. And they're not really fitted to be able to co- you know, talk about the tax minimization and the distribution planning because they're, they're designed to grow the money. And we're, I consider ourselves distribution planners. How do you do it? Uh, distribution planning, taking money out, tax efficiently. What do you? What about Roth conversions? Those type of things. So again, it, I I don't need to pit myself against his other advisor. I just need to show the difference that hey, they're designed to grow the money. We grow the money as well, but we talk about this these other things that are I think critically important, and that tax strategy is is one of the most important things. Because it's always tax time in retirement. I mean, it really is. It's, it's think about that. It's always tax time because now you're in distribution mode and. That money coming out, the tax considerations have to be talked about or should be talked about and and considered when you're doing your distributions. That's why I tell people, listen, if you can get money in a Roth IRA as much as you can build up in a Roth IRA. So now you've got two different tax qualified types of money, one pre-tax, one Roth monies. Now, when you do your distribution planning, we've got that as a tool. So one year you might need $30,000 from your retirement account. In, in income to supplement your, your budget. Well, if 20000 comes from a retirement account pre-taxed, and then we take maybe ten from the Roth, depending on your tax bracket, it could minimize and, and, and prevent you from jumping up into a whole other tax bracket as a tool. So th- I, there's a lot that we talk about as far sure. as tax strategy and set yourself up to, to minimize paying, paying Uncle Sam the least amount possible. We could talk for a whole show about taxes, although I think people might doze off at some point. But you know, but it's but mm-hmm. there are that many things to talk about, and there are that many ways to 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 address it. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Social Security got to be a consideration. Obviously, is a consideration. Uh, it just, and and so where does that fit into the picture? Well, it's a big part of the strategy. Social Security is designed 
or at least it was set up to be designed for, for to be about a third of your income in retirement through the rest of your life. So for for a single person, it could mean four, five hundred thousand dollars in income over your lifetime for Social Security. For a couple, married couple, it could mean a million, a million, one million, two in total Social Security income over your lifetime, providing you live to you know, mid eighties to 90 years old. And a lot of people will, because there's, you know, people living longer and there's more people with longevity. Sure, That's a big number. So then it get, gets to pose the question, like we talk about in our seminars, why aren't the other advisors and brokers talking about it? And there's a straight answer because it's complicated, number one, but that that's not the answer that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring up to people. It's because they don't get paid to talk about social security planning. But I look at it just the opposite, Steve. It's a it's a potential half a million to a million in monies in my clients' pockets. Right. And if if why would why would you not talk about that? I want my clients to be in the best possible position, regardless of if I get paid to advise them on taking Social Security or not. That's money in my clients' pocket, which ultimately will affect their investments if they don't make the right choice down the road, potentially. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. Social security is a critical part and getting that strategy right, doing a spousal benefit, all that kind of stuff that is out there, the, the, the survivor benefit. Um, it's, if you were married at least 10 years, at least 10 years and divorced, there's a potential for a spousal benefit there. Um, all kinds of things that, that could be talked about with social security strategies. One of the other things, and this is the more of the fun part to check on this checklist to see if you're ready for retirement, uh, you know, put that bucket list together, make sure you can cover it. How fun is that? That's, I mean, think about the that. Buck, yeah, you know, I love that movie, the the bucket list, where yeah. you know this these guys almost on his deathbed, and all of a sudden he's with Morgan Freeman out there, and they're traveling around doing fun stuff. Well, you know what? It shouldn't be that you are on your deathbed before you decide you want to <laughs> execute your bucket list. That's right. a, the whole point of that. Live now. I've seen. I just had a, a, a another client pass away from cancer. Sixty. She was only like 62 years old, 63 years old and um, sad. And when I went from my vantage point and I tell people all the time when they come in here, when you're younger and healthier, and what that means to me is if you have the means and you younger, that you have the ability to go around and do stuff, now's the time. If you can, if you get the money and means to, to step back or semi-retire or fully retire, whatever that is, do it because you, you're not guaranteed. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Absolutely. And, and on that note, why don't we get folks to give us a call, Kevin, and, 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 and have that conversation. Are you ready to retire? One way to find out, make that call to Kevin. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 
today, folks. Here it is. It's a chance to sit down and put a financial roadmap together once and for all. Maybe you're looking for a second opinion. This is the time to make that phone call. 800-998-5649. You're going to get a, a just a true practical financial review. You're going to get all the extras that Kevin talked about as well. And if you make that call, 800-998-5649, yep, you get the comprehensive financial review. You see that where you are today, of course, and that's important, but more importantly, when you walk out, you'll have in your hand that roadmap that we talk about, the guide that can really help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649, again, 800-998-5649. Living longer means more planning for retirement. When we come back, we'll dig into the plan and show you how to avoid some common financial missteps. And now a nightmare retirement consultation. Yeah, no pain, no gain, right? No risk, no reward, right? We're going all risk, see? We're going to put everything you got in the market. You're going to love it. Don't walk, run from that office and go to your future retirement partner with your best interest in mind, with a retirement plan that includes income and protection, proper distribution of your assets so you can sleep well at night. That's Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, Celebrity Money Mistakes. The name Rockefeller is synonymous with the oil business and big money. John D. was the country's first billionaire and was considered the wealthiest American of all time and the richest person in modern history. But it didn't start that way. He was born into a large family in upstate New York and he was shaped by his conman father and religious mother. His family moved several times before eventually settling in Cleveland, Ohio, and Rockefeller became assistant bookkeeper at the age of 16 and then went into business partnership with Maurice B. Cook and & Company and his brothers at the age of 20. Rockefeller formally founded the Standard Oil Company in 1870, and he ran it until 1897. As kerosene and gasoline grew in importance, Rockefeller's wealth soared as he became the richest person in the country, controlling 90% of the oil in the United States at its peak. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled in 1911 that Standard Oil must be dismantled for violation of federal antitrust laws. It was broken up into 34 separate entities that included companies that would become ExxonMobil, Chevron, and others. Individual pieces of the company were worth more than the whole, and as shares of these doubled and tripled in value in their early years, Rockefeller became the country's first billionaire with a fortune worth nearly 2% of the national economy. His peak net worth in inflation-adjusted dollars was estimated at $336 billion in 1913. America's first billionaire was one of the reasons for the creation of the estate tax, which now took 70% upon his death. His heir still had a few bucks left, considering his estate was worth $24 billion inflation-adjusted dollars in the depths of the Great Depression. Rockefeller was also quite the philanthropist, as he was giving away millions of dollars over the course of his life, this generosity began with his first job when he was 16, when his diary shows that he donated 6% of his salary then to his church. The giving continued his entire life. 
He would give primarily to educational and public health causes, but also for basic science and the arts. He had health problems beginning in the 50s. Rockefeller ultimately died of arteriosclerosis on May 23, 1937, less than two months shy of his 98th birthday. Forbes magazine reports that the Rockefellers are still worth an estimated $11 billion today. Another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for retirement and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, taking into account all necessary details. Hey, we're back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, he's a fiduciary and independent author of a book called uh, Every Dime Every Day, fun little book. And um, so this is really kind of kind of fits right into what we're talking about with your book, Living Longer. Yep, a longer retirement, more planning, super important uh, in that process. And uh, let's see, I like this where it talks about most of us will live into our 80s, 25% of 65-year-olds. This is according to, to government figures. 25% of 65-year-olds will live past the age of 91 in 10 will live past 95. Wow. It's it's amazing. We uh, we do a chart in our uh, retirement income planning workshop that says the the good news, bad news slide we talk about. Yeah. The good, the good news is people are living longer. The bad news is People are living longer. Exactly. So it takes a different dynamic of planning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you're a married couple, you're both 65 today. Statistically, one of you are going to live till 90, 93, I think, 90, 94 years old, somewhere in that range. Mm. Um, and usually the female. And I, I can tell you right now the answer to why. Uh, people are probably guessing, and it's not genes, it's because the, the quality of life goes off the charts when the guy dies. It's just way off the charts. So she, <laughs> <laughs> joke. I mean, we, yeah. we we joke about it. We we try to have fun with that, but th those are real numbers, and people are living much longer than than uh, our our past uh, history. So, the different dynamic of doing that and planning. What do you do? And uh, there's a lot of things that have to be considered when you when you consider having longevity in front of you. And one of the things we talked we talked about a little bit about this earlier is diversify or diversification and. Um, just that means just being aware of where your money is and what it's doing and how it's working for you. And, and not just how it's working for you, where it is and all that, but making sure that it's properly managed. And it's because sure. I see this oftentimes, Steve, that everybody that has investments, not everybody has their money properly managed and looked after. And so you're paying a fee somewhere, you're paying fees for your investments. What are you getting for that? Is it the first? Is, is it diversification? Is it diversified enough for your your time in your life? Number one, um, is it something that you can grow conservatively and and be able to access and not have big downturns? Those are all kinds of things that we'll look at when we talk about money. And those are some other things that we're talking about here. And in, in you know the fact that we are living longer and that we have to keep planning. Um, and I know we talk about this some frequently, I guess, but estate planning is such a key part of all of this, you know, in light of everything that's going on with the COVID with, I mean, you know, all of the what ifs, I mean, you've got to have those documents together. I mean, just, just do it. Yeah. You know, for a lot of people, the idea of estate planning, it's people procrastinate and I, I'm surprised how many people come in and I ask the question about legal planning, estate planning. Have you even done a basic will? And a lot of people that are 60 plus years old have not because they've, they just have procrastinated 
not not getting it done. And I know you're listening right now, and there's a bunch of you listening to the show today that that's the case. I will tell you, don't be embarrassed about that. It's common. Believe me, it's more common than you you would think. I would urge you to come in, and we're going to talk about estate planning because we have relationships with estate planning attorneys that that will give you a, a will get you a free consultation. And normally they charge five hundred bucks for that hour visit, and we get people in for free, uh, one hour consultation with an estate planning attorney. They'll lay out what they recommend for you. They'll give you a price and then you can work with them or not. It, there's no obligation to that. So for me, it's critically important to make sure the legal part is taken care of. And we wrote that in the conversation because we can do a great job on the financial side, but if it's not done correctly on the legal side and having the proper documents and, and beneficiary designations, those type of things, then we did a lot of work on the, on the financial side for nothing. And, potentially well yeah and and we don't you don't want that and you know a lot of folks do think a will is all you need but that really is the just the beginning and, and in many cases it's not near enough that's right the will if i had the list of importance the will will comes in in third uh, okay. third place of importance so what's first i would yeah i would the first one is the healthcare directive that's the first and most important thing who can make decisions based on your Healthcare in case you become incapacitated. That's number one. Number two is the financial power of attorney. Who can make financial decisions? And this is including for a husband and wife, by the way. People assume if you're married, you can go in and, and walk in and make healthcare decisions and make financial decisions. That's not the case at all. If somebody comes in and I have a husband and wife client, let's say, but they have separate retirement accounts with me, well, you would assume that they can come in and just interact on the account of the spouse and they, they really can't unless they had a financial power of attorney. Wow. You know, so think about it. Somebody gets in an accident, incapacitated, in a coma. How, what happens then? I need a financial power of attorney from the other spouse to be able to handle and take uh, direction from the, the, the one that's handling finances. It's, it's crazy to think about the, 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 the privacy laws being so strict, but that's, that's really how strict they are. That's why those are... The two two most important things besides the will. Well, I, and what you just said, I think, is will resonate with folks because it. I'm sure a lot of folks. I I did until I started digging into all of this and working with good folks like you. That because I was married, everything was cool. No, it's not. That's the. It's, I, that's an it, eye-opening thing. It's not. And, and then when you talk about beneficiary designations, also critically important. Who your estate? Who's your assets and and uh, your accounts going to get left to? If you leave to specific people as a, as a beneficiary, then it's going to go. Let's say you have a retirement account with us and you leave with specific people as beneficiaries. It can go to them directly and avoid probate. It doesn't have to become public record. But if you leave the estate as the uh, beneficiary, it becomes public record. It has to go through probate. And so there's a lot of things that people just got to pay attention to that we're going to bring up in the conversation saying, this is why this is important. What do you want to do? Who do you want to list? How do you want to list it? That type of thing. I know in my case, I was going through some things like this and, and it was talking about the beneficiary. And so, yes, it's going to be my wife. But then there was this whole process of secondary beneficiaries. And I thought, well, I don't really need that. And, and I was told, you kind of do. And you'll be glad that you have it. Yep. You, you, you really, and, and you're, whoever the secondary beneficiaries will be glad because for taxes alone, if somebody's not listed as a beneficiary and it goes to an estate through probate on a retirement account, let's say, that has to get paid into an estate account, which means it's a full tax event upon you passing away. Mm. If you leave specific people with percentages, it can be passed directly as a beneficial IRA. To your spouse, it can be passed as a, as a regular traditional IRA. But to anybody else that, other than the spouse, it can be passed 
as an IRA, beneficial IRA, they can take those distributions out over 10 years okay. instead of doing it as a lump sum tax event. And that's just by just naming specific beneficiaries can avoid that lump sum tax event. Boy, that's a discussion that needs to be had. Uh, another mm -hmm. one, of course, is healthcare, and and we could spend hours on healthcare, but it's such a critical part of the plan as well, especially the uh, what if parts of it. it. It definitely is. Healthcare is a big one, especially if let's say you want to retire earlier, and let's say you're sixty-two years old. Um, you don't, you can't get on Medicare until you're sixty-five unless you're disabled. And so now, how do you, how do you, what do you put together for a healthcare plan? How do you stumble into that? And then. We have Medicare season coming up, open enrollment, October 15th to December 7th. If you're all already at 65 or above, what do you do for a Medicare supplement plan or an Advantage plan? What does that look like? So there's there's a lot that goes with the healthcare discussion. And then even further down the road, what happens if you have a major long-term care event? Long-term care conversations have to be brought up because it's tremendously costly. I mean, I've seen families spend hundreds of thousands of dollars blown it away tell pay for care when they could have avoided it by maybe doing some legal planning, some trust work, something like that. And again, as we as we kind of wind up through this one and, and we've got to talk about the other retirement accounts, how they're going to be, uh, you know, make sure that they're in good shape. And then, of course, taxes becomes part of the conversation as well. It's, you can't get around taxes anytime in retirement. Nope. And if you have a 401k account or, or a uh, employer-sponsored retirement account at work, you don't own that account. Go look at that statement. Go look online at the statement. It says uh, whatever the custodian is, if it's Fidelity, if it's uh, Transamerica, whoever it is, you're the beneficiary of that account. Basically, you're the, for the benefit of FBO. And so that means you have a business partner with your retirement account. And your business partner is the Internal Revenue Service. How do you like to hear that? And so <laughs> oh, they have it set up because if you pull money from a employer-sponsored plan directly, it's a mandatory 20% federal withholding of tax. Yikes. So there's your business partner getting paid right out of your right out of your account. Oh, so. so it's just about the planning, isn't it? I mean, and I know we talk about the plan all the time, but uh, but the proper planning to uh, you know prevent uh, something from happening that really is so easily avoidable. It is avoidable, and and my point on the Internal Revenue Service is your business partner. You can avoid some of that by rolling your retirement account that you have at work to a traditional IRA. And then when you pull money from a traditional IRA, there's no mandatory federal withholdings. You have to deal with the taxes whenever you you can you can decide to pull taxes out, but it's not a mandatory withholding. All right. Well, time to have a conversation, folks. And that conversation starts with a phone call to Kevin and a, and a sit down and have the, uh, the conversation. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio, so this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions, or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, 
you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Folks, don't miss this opportunity today. It is a good one. It's a great offer, as always. A chance to sit down with Kevin and begin to put together that financial roadmap. Take a lot of complex financial world, and it can get complicated. Kevin can help smooth it out, make it easy to understand. Get a true, practical financial review. That second opinion is critical right now. Starts with a phone call, 800-998-5649. You're going to receive that comprehensive financial review. You see where you are today, yes, but most importantly, you end up with that roadmap that we talk about, the guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. The next 10 callers right now, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we'll dig into some of the most popular questions from listeners. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. Celebrity Money Mistakes. Adam Yauch, a.k.a. MCA, or Neanderthal Hornblower, is probably best known as the founding member of the Beastie Boy. He was also a film director and human rights activist. He was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. The Beastie Boys, a hip-hop trio, released their first album on Def Jam Records when Yauch was 22. The Beastie Boys sold 40 million records worldwide by 2010. In April 2012, the group was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yauch was inducted in absentia because of illness. In 2009, he was diagnosed and unsuccessfully treated for a cancerous parotid gland and a lymph node. Yauch died at age 47. In May of 2012, he left behind a wife and daughter. In his last will and testament, the Beastie Boy scribbled a note on his will that prohibited the use of his music in commercials. But handwritten wishes on a will often lead to complications. The phrasing might not actually protect the work. His net worth was estimated at about $75 million at the time of his death. This is just another reason why it's vitally important to meet with a true financial coach who listens to your goals for investment and legacy planning and can implement a total retirement income plan, including assessing your will, your trust, powers of attorney, and reviewing all beneficiary designations. Hey, we're back on Financial Safari already. It's segment four. Here we go with some questions from listeners. 
Uh, of course, Kevin Frisbee is here. He is author of uh, Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee & Associates, uh, fiduciary, and uh, you are a, a well-rounded guy. When I, I mean, you know, you're a media guy, but you're also an advisor. You put together a great team of folks. You, you're kind of that guy. I, I have a lot of fun doing what I do, and it's I can uh, tell. Very, very apparent in, uh, <laughs> in what's going on. And you know what? It's it's fun because I, I take radio calls still. I take TV calls still. And when, when people answer the phone and they hear my voice, it's like, they're like, wait, wait a minute. I didn't expect you to call. And I'm not taking every call. My, my team does a great job in helping people, believe mm-hmm. me. But, but you don't know. I mean, it could be today's show. It could be next week's show. Whenever you're calling, um, you could get, a, get me on the phone if I'm on call this weekend and, um, and have a conversation. My guys are just some of the best guys in the state as well. And, and uh, they've helped a lot of people. And we have a lot of listeners here um, that uh, are across the state of Maine. And everything else that we do, now we, I'm going to announce now we, because um, I've been talking about it for weeks, our seminars uh, yes. we're launching in in September, and I'm going to give you the dates right All now. All right, very excited. Go ahead. And I'm going to change. We, we're changing a little bit up here, so we're going to do in person seminars. If people want to come out, we're going to do it socially distancing, no problem. We're also going to do virtual. And so on September 2nd, at the Hilton Garden Inn in Auburn, Maine, um, from 6 to 7.15 p.m. is going to be our very first in-person seminar. We get invites going out, mailers going out, and newspaper ads will uh, will be posted. And so if you want to sign up for that, the in-person seminar, we're going to have that videotaped and then do the virtual uh, retirement income planning workshop. It's going to be held on September 9th. Okay. So those two days, September 2nd, 2nd uh, and September 9th, so the virtual, um, so if somebody wanted to do the virtual, how would that work? Would they just go to a website or? They, or so they're, they're going to call us up. Call the, or what? Yep. What's going to happen is because it's going to be pre-recorded what we do on the second. Um, they're going to call us up at the office. They're going to get registered for the virtual or the in-person. Mm-hmm. We're going to confirm their information, take their email and information down. And then we're going to send them a link that they can go watch that seminar at a particular time on the uh, on the night. And that, oh, okay. that's going to be around the same time. It's going to be like 6 to 7.15 p.m. All right. Well, that makes sense. All right. And mm-hmm. uh, you've got another one coming up too, right? You've got two of them. You set two of them. That's right. So we have an asset preservation workshop, which is going to be held in person on September 22nd, also at the Hilton Garden in Auburn. And then we will have the virtual one of that on September 30th. And those are the first four seminars that we've not done a seminar since February and then the next round in October, we'll get the dates, but are going to be in the Bangor Brewer Market. Okay. I mean, this is a big deal, and this is a huge move forward, uh, not only for you, but I think for all of us. For, you know, we, we've been hoping, we've been looking, we've been searching, and all of a sudden, okay, wow, maybe, yep. we, maybe, there, is a, maybe there is light at the end of the tunnel here. You know, we, we have to move forward. People are concerned about their money. People want to retire. People want to get a handle on what's going on, and they're looking for information. And we do informational seminars, and we're, we're, we're done sitting on a sideline. I mean, I've, I've been, uh, you know, chomping at the bit for months trying to get back into the seminar market, and uh, we're going to do it. And I know that it's going to be, you know, maybe um, light on the response for the in-person ones initially, but that's okay. That's why we're going to do the virtual and still be able to feed people uh, the, the proper information that they're looking for. Sure. Absolutely. Okay, folks, if you're interested, uh, give us a call. It's 800-998-5649. And the information again will be, uh, is it going to be on your website? Uh, we will not have the okay. uh, seminars on the website, but people can call. We might post it on the website. I don't know, but people can call the office and call the 800 number and get the uh, the info. All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's jump into a couple of questions. Um, Michael is in Orrington. He says, I recently had a conversation with a colleague about retirement and was told I'm saving too much. 
My wife and I are both 57, have been aggressive savers since my brother, an institutional retirement financial expert, told us to max out our savings when we were 25 years old. As a result, we have saved 25 to 30% of our income and invested aggressively over the years. My colleague says we are postponing our lives and creating tax problems for when we retire. Is there such a thing as saving too much? Well, hmm. it's a it's a great question, Michael. Thanks for writing. There's a lot here. Yeah. Um, is there is there uh, what you're asking is do you have too much in savings? It's possible that you have too much in savings. Meaning, the problem here, Steve, that I see with people is they get you get into a mode, and in this case, from 25 years old till now 57 years old for 20 plus years, they're in that mode of saving every single dime that they can save and being aggressive in, in doing that. And so it's difficult to transition out of that mode of saving to spending. And so that's where, when we talked about earlier in the show, where we help people set up buckets of money and, and streams of income, mm -hmm. this is one way that we can help Michael set up something to say, right, let's re let's now try to turn this around and, and reverse this. So now you set this up where now you're starting that stream of income or streams of income coming from your savings accounts. The question here with Michael should be, when do you want to retire? And so if you're only 57 now, do you want to retire at 60 and then lay out that plan to be able to get done and then have that stream or those streams of income come in? Um, so I think there is a possibility that people do save too much and it's the transition. It's not the amount, dollar amount. It's the transition time. Do you wait too long is, is the point here before you finally get done and start uh, start doing the distributions? That's that's my concern with people. Not that the dollar amount's too much, but if you wait too long. Sure. Uh, 800-998-5649. Michael, if you want to get together with Kevin, have that conversation. Helen is in North Yarmouth, and uh, she says, I'm 63 years old, uh, late a widow, 63 years old, laid off from my restaurant job of 34 years. I'll never be able to make the money I was making before COVID. I was going to work for a few more years, pay off some bills. I was thinking about getting survivor's benefits from Social Security and letting my benefits build for a few years more then working part-time. Is this a good strategy? Yeah, it sounds like, uh, Helen, yes. Um, you're 63, which means you're eligible for survivor benefits uh, above 60 years old. I would definitely go talk to Social Security, figure out what those survivor benefits are going to be and maybe let yours grow um, to the max if possible. I actually had somebody recently, Steve, where they were taking the survivor benefits and it was only a, about $150 or $200 a month difference from their own benefit. So it completely made sense to be able to let their benefit grow till till 70 and then flip from survivor benefits to, to their own benefit. But hey, yeah, Helen, thanks for writing in. I think that that's a great strategy. And then maybe go work part-time somewhere if you want to, to supplement your income, su supplement the, the survivor social security benefits. Sure. All right, let's go to uh, Stephen in gray. Uh, he says, I've been listening to the show for a while and appreciate your insight. So I'm curious, what's your biggest worry these days? Is it market volatility, coronavirus, the looming national debt, or something else? I like mm, that. That's a great question. Uh, being in a business a long time and then being a personal investor of my own money as a day trader back in the 90s, which is where I cut my teeth, uh, there's a lot that I watch. There's a, there's a lot that I pay attention to. I'm obviously concerned about the debt creating problems with tax rates and, and uh, income tax and corporate rates. Um, I'm not so much concerned about coronavirus. I'm, I'm concerned about market volatility and how a declining dollar because of the amount of money we're printing in this country is going to affect the future of the, of the dollar standing in the world. And how does that affect our retirement, uh, plans? That's, that's a big deal. So 
if, if I had to lay something out, that would be the, the biggest thing that I would have for a worry is, is looking at the future um, changes to tax policies and those type of things based on the fact that uh, people are coming up to retirement and they, they don't know what those changes, and nobody really knows what those changes are going to be. Sure. But I mean, I, what a great question, because I, it seems like, you know, asking an advisor, what are you worried about? I, I like that. That's, very that's a good question. That's, that's <laughs> not the first time I've had a question like that posed to me, but that's, uh, it makes me think like, well, oh, what, what, what am I really concerned about? And I, I think I just explained. I think you did. Um, you know, yeah, that, very those, well. Those are my concerns. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, very well. And and again, 800-998-5649, Stephen, if you want to sit down with Kevin and maybe continue the conversation, talk about your plan. Uh, let's see, we've got time for one more. Let's go to Sarah in Newburgh. She says, if I take the lump sum option from my company pension plan, now that I'm no longer with the company and of retirement age, can I move those funds into another type of retirement vehicle without tax penalty? Yeah, great question, Sarah, uh, in Newburgh, uh, writing in. Yes, if you take the lump sum option from a company pension plan, you can roll it to a traditional IRA and have no tax consequences. That's a uh, that's an easy thing. We do a lot of that. Okay, and and that oftentimes could be the best thing to do, isn't it? Or well, sometimes. if you're going to take a, yeah, sometimes if you're going to take a lump sum, a lot of times we'll do a comparison with the income options versus the lump sum. Does it pay off over time? And most times we're going to build a, a pretty good case of taking a lump sum. Okay, fair enough. And there's a lot of reasons to do that, but yeah. All right, 800-998-5649. And, and uh, boy, I'll tell you what, <laughs> we cruised through the shows pretty quick today. So let's take uh, let's invite folks to call one last time today, Kevin. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, don't miss your opportunity. It is here. It's now. This is the last time today we're going to invite you to call. Get on Kevin's calendar while he's still got some slots available for you. It's a, it's a chance to take that, well, complex financial world. Things can get pretty complicated, obviously. It's a chance to get, you know, a true practical financial review. And if you're listening, then the number to call is 800-998-5649. Get that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are today, but most importantly, you end up then with that roadmap, that guide that's going to help get you to where you need to be and where you want to be when it comes to retirement. 
Uh, it's really very simple. Just give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week spent right here with you. Yeah, it flew by today. And wow, by the yeah. way, uh, as I mentioned, if, you, uh, if you're if you going to call in, expect a call within an hour of the show ending uh, from somebody here at Frisbee Associates, and it might just be me. All right, fair enough. We'll look forward to that. And uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. We do hope you found the information helpful today. And we're going to be back again next week with new comments, new questions, that and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.